0: Hey, everybody, welcome to the She's the Owner Podcast, a podcast where I share tips on business, relationships, and even personal development. As an entrepreneur of over 20 years and a multiple six figure company, I have seen firsthand how the masculine and feminine play a role in our happiness at work and at home. So grab a coffee and buckle up. This is the She's the Owner Podcast. Hey, hey, as always, if you've gotten value from this episode, please leave a five-star review on iTunes or Spotify. Each month, we do a random draw of reviews and send the lucky winner a gorgeous thank you gift. Enjoy the show. Hey, everybody. This is the She's the Owner podcast. I'm your host, Kara McCarron. Welcome to the show. Um, oh, dear. I apologize ahead of time if I'm uh, my voice is kind of crackly. Because I've had some of my bulletproof coffee. And that tends to make me sometimes a little throaty. Is that even anything? Anyway. Blah, 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 blah. Um, <clears throat> so if you're watching this on YouTube. I'm sitting on the floor. Because that's what I feel like doing. And that's what I'm going to do for this episode. I'm not. In my office. I'm um, Our apartment is really hot. So... excuse me see um i really want to record this episode that's why I'm, i'm doing it now i won't have any more coffee while i'm recording anyway it's really hot in here for whatever reason the condo place doesn't um turn on the air conditioning until like june 1st and if you're in ontario right now you know it's bloody hot i'm definitely not complaining i love it but it is warm so i slept in the living room with the dogs sleeping outside on the um what's it called? On the balcony on their dog bed. So cute. So <clears throat> some of you are new to this show and every so often, every bunch of shows, I will do, um, um, like a sort of like a reintroduction or, a basics of masculine and feminine energy. And there's a bunch of shit I want to talk about. So that is what today's going to be about. So if you've, I mean, if you've heard this, hear it again. I've been to 22 Tony Robbins events, and I always get something out of it. So, you know, if you've heard this before, cool. Maybe you want to stick around and and, um, listen to see what what comes up for you this time. So, it's interesting because um, there's so many levels, we'll say, to what I talk about, what I like to talk about, what other people talk about. Um, and what people aren't talking about and so when i think about masculine and feminine energy and and let me be clear like one of the things that i find so interesting about personal development space is that so many people and you know i'm I'm referring to my business now as mentor not coach but so many mentors or coaches speakers authors etc have this deep feeling that if they're not completely through the shit they can't teach any of the shit. And I mean, I may have been one of those people originally. I may have been thinking, you know, if I haven't figured it all out, who am I to teach anybody anything? But here's the here's the trick. Like <clears throat> just because I'm not and I've said this a thousand times, if I'm not a if I just because I'm not a black belt doesn't mean I can't teach a white belt, right? Like all you have to be is a few steps ahead of who you're helping. And <clears throat> excuse me, that, um, that's plenty, like, and when you hear these, these coaches and these mentors, et cetera, when they're talking about, um, whatever it is, whatever their topic du jour is, whatever the thing that they're really focused on, but then you see them struggling or you find out they're like a Rachel Hollis, for example, you know, like, I mean, I don't know her story. I know there's some unhealed I know she's in her masculine um, based on what I see, not based on anything I know for fact, but anything I've seen, it looks very masculine energy to me. And so she's trying to teach about relationships, for example. And this is not a go down the rabbit hole, Rachel Hollis podcast, but you know, her and her husband are trying to teach about relationships. And the whole thing, the reason why everybody went kind of crazy was because they got divorced. Like, who are you to teach me how to be in a marriage? Um, when, when you're getting divorced? So yeah, that makes sense. But maybe if there was more transparency to it, it wouldn't have been quite such a, a fall from grace, quote unquote, but, um, <clears throat> she's not healed in her relationship side of things and so she didn't you know she should have really healed that first and then kind of moved on but could she teach women about like the basics of marriage could she teach somebody who knew less yeah for sure her her i think the kind of reason every everything went sort of sideways for them was because they were really teaching this high level marriage and they didn't have a high level marriage but <clears throat> And that's the thing so her in my opinion again this is all just my opinion this is just me spitballing whatever but in my opinion she hadn't healed like she wasn't deeply enough in her feminine energy to recognize like holy shit like she was trying to kind of fake it this really healthy marriage and had events around marriage rather than letting the feminine flow and just sort of acknowledge like i don't know what i'm we don't know what we're doing dave and i don't know what we're doing and we should go and figure that out before we teach you how to do it And then that in that full transparency a few things happen one her brand is more authentic right and this goes for anybody so if i'm struggling with weight loss and i'm trying to teach you how to lose weight i'm not healed in that area yet and i wouldn't pretend to be an expert but if somebody only eats processed food and they come and talk to me i certainly can because i am a few steps ahead of i'm quite a few steps ahead of that But like, have I figured it out because based on my health right now? No, I still haven't fully figured it out. I'm on my way to figuring it out. But so it's just like, you know, when you start to think about like, there's a lot of people, especially women that I work with who have this mindset of like, I'm not perfectly trained. I don't have this high level expertise yet, so I can't do my business yet. Right. And so that's very much the masculine that. That that idea that everything has to be ba, 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 ba and, and perfect and, you know, aggressive and I'm on point and da da da, I gotta get shit done. All that happens in the masculine. And so in, you know, Rachel and Dave's marriage, for example, I would gather she was deeply in her masculine. And so how do you miss that? Like if you're you know, so really Time would have been to say, okay, you know what? I've got some shit I need to work on. Let me work on it, and then I can keep going. I've gotten my, my tribe this far, but I'm not really quite ready to take them all the way to the top of the mountain. That is okay to say as a mentor, as a coach, but people's businesses, right? Her whole, much of her empire <clears throat> with the events, et cetera, were based on this ideology of a really strong marriage, which they didn't have. So... I get it i get why we try to sort of act like hey we have our shit together we're totally we're good now we can teach but i think it's just totally unrealistic and so for her like the other thing that happens is that your your brand is more authentic like sure people that are past you and i always think of it you guys have heard me make this analogy a bunch of times so i look at personal development like there's three rooms and the first room is the people who are still really on the treadmill of life who, you know, they're still stuck in the matrix. They don't think there's any other way out. Um, <clears throat> they're not aware of themselves. Um, you know, all, all that kind of shit. Like they're, oh, my life sucks. Cause this is just how it is. Their conditioning has been so such that, you know, this is my life and I'm going to just, Take my lumps and, you know, make a bit of money and hopefully retire someday and then I'll have a good life. That's the room, the first room. Then there's the, sorry, actually, there's four rooms, not three. <clears throat> I paused there because I knew that there was, but so the second room is like somebody who maybe watches Oprah, who has heard of Deepak Chopra, maybe, you know, has some idea like, well, oh, maybe, maybe there's something else here. They're sort of, pe- their interest is sort of peaked. They're a little bit like, hmm maybe, but they're still very much in the fearful state of mind and they really just want to stay put out of fear. Then there's the people in the third room. In the third room, I would consider myself somebody in the third room. Like I am well versed in personal development. I'm well versed in mindset work. I'm well versed in NLP and like inner healing, inner child work, shadow work. Um, You know, all that type of stuff. I'm I'm deeply in it. I've invested a lot of money into the things that I do and a lot of the things that I'm learning. I'm deeply in it. And then you have the fourth room, which is like Dr. Joe Dispenza, friggin' Tony Robbins, and they're all hanging out there singing Kumbaya. So <clears throat> I wouldn't go and help people in my room. Why? Because their expectation of what I can offer is radically different than what somebody in the second room would be expecting. So with that i look at people in the second room the people who are peaked in their interest and they're they maybe have done a upw once or something maybe they're you know they're on their way they're still like not sure i like to take those women from the second room into the third room so it's like in my masculine though i would have been like no i'm here to teach the women in the third room because i'm a fucking boss and i'm a boss 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 da 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 whatever whatever And I would have burned out because that's exhausting. It's not, there's no flow for me when I'm trying to muscle because the difference is muscling your way through it. I would be muscling my way through talking to women in my category. I don't want to coach and talk to women in my category. We have enough things like we look to Tony, we look to Joe Dispenza, we look to Byron Katie, we look to all those other authors and speakers and mentors. I want to talk to the women in the second room. So when you think about, and this is, I know I went way off on a tendon, I'm going to come back to more of the basics, but like when you think about women in business, like a Rachel, right? So she's trying to teach, say she's in the third room, she's trying to teach people in the third room, but people in the third room are like, hold up, you actually don't have this strong marriage and you're teaching about this marriage. That doesn't feel right. And that's not a line for me now if she had taken people from the second room more of them those people would have been like you know it'd been, it, it would have been a different story if she was focused on because that's that you don't have to be perfect but you sure you definitely want to have some expertise and some results in what you teach I have results in what I teach for myself and then for some for the clients <clears throat> so all this is to say that the reason that we don't if you're watching this you can see Scott <coughs> behind me with his little bow tie, Scotty. Hey, Papa. All this to say that the masculine energy is what will keep women fucking trying to fake their shit until they make it, and that is just exhausting and it doesn't work. So let's let's get into what that is. So when I talk about masculine and feminine energy, I'm what I'm talking about is not masculinity and femininity. I'm talking about the energy. So I really want you to recognize that we have both. So there's no person on planet earth who is just feminine energy and or just masculine energy naturally. They may behave in one or the other and that's why I have a job. That's why I have a career because this is what happens. But they're not they're not we're not born that way. We're not born with just one yin and no yang, right? So When you think about masculine energy, when it pertains to a woman, what we're talking about is how you show up in your life. Do you show up as a hunter or do you show up as a gatherer? So when you're in your masculine, oftentimes, and I work predominantly with women who are 30 and over, and I've worked with women who've had some success, um, and sometimes a lot of success. But what's happening is they're coming to this point in their life where they're burned the fuck out. They're just exhausted. They don't know up or down. They don't know their elbow from their asshole. Like it's a gong show. They don't want to have sex anymore. All the things. Why does that happen? It happens because we're conditioned to think that if we don't muscle through again, which is funny because I'm wearing a muscle shirt if you're not watching. I'm in a workout tank top. But we're, taught we're conditioned to muscle through everything power through it. You're a survivor. Like how many fucking times did I hear I'm. You're so strong. I can't believe you got through all that. You're such a survivor. <clears throat> there is no, like that word to me when someone, someone says to me, Oh, you're a survivor. I don't like for, for my whole life, I've hated hearing that. And I, and I didn't fully understand why until recently. But like I don't want to survive; I want to thrive. And I don't look at getting through the stuff that I've gotten through and think, "Good for you, you survived." Because here's the problem: when you have that label and you say you survived, all of a sudden your subconscious is like, "Cool, I don't have to deal with that anymore. I, I'm a boss. I did that." But your soul has not processed it. Your soul and your heart has not gone through it. And if your soul and your heart hasn't gone through it, it's you, it might as well continue. It might as well be happening over and over and over again your your energy will keep reliving the trauma reliving the shit that's gone on reliving all of the past hurts and pains and all those things if you don't um consciously sit down and say okay like now it's time to work this through so that mindset the masculine energy mindset like let's say that would that would be a weird example but like it's just it's like you know if a guy if a guy's playing hockey and he gets slammed into the boards nine times out of 10, you know, I've seen, I've heard whatever hockey players, fucking fingers are half hanging off and they'll keep playing. That's the hunter. That's the, and so why are we doing that with, as women? We're not designed that way. And the, the faster you accept this is design. This is not a, I want to be like this, or I want to be like, this is fucking design. You were designed differently than a man. That is not an insult. That is not a, a slight against you at all but it's fact in some religious cultures it's it's i talked to this woman who was talking to me about the quran um a few years ago now and she said god had to make a decision right one of you had to be stronger physically one of you had to be like slightly superior in some way like and that that turns out physically men are superior to us in physical in their physicality most of the time But it doesn't mean one's better than the other. It means one has to receive and one has to give. That's balance. That's polarity. Right? So like when we think about muscling through all the shit that we muscle through, it's like that is your hyper masculine energy in fucking play. And it is... It will burn you out. And like the more the more we hear and I've and I, I just had a, a friend of my Michelle Sorrow on the podcast, the, the episode before this, and we were talking about Joseph McClendon and talking about like how at UPW he'll say you don't need more than four hours of sleep. And I made a crack about it and I do make a crack about it and I would say it to him, too but i always say if i hear joseph say that one more time i'm gonna snap why do i say that because for them it works for a man that works for a woman it doesn't we are just built differently and so here we are as these beautiful divine creatures who make fucking people ladies like whatever sexual orientation you have i don't give a rat's ass it's all totally amazing and beautiful but we make people your reproductive organs make people that's it that's game over who can take any like that's it and so when we're sitting here trying to like measure up and be like this and be like that if you feel tired a lot if you feel resistance a lot if you feel shoulder pain hip pain back pain if you feel like you're sped up a lot and you're really actually so fucking tired because your adrenal glands are burned out sweetheart you are in your masculine and it isn't good right? If you're in a relationship and you're like, I don't want to be in bed with this man. I don't want to be in bed with this woman. You're in your masculine. That's your masculine energy taking over right there. So it's like, why are we pretend? So when Joseph, when I was on the show with Michelle and I made that trick, he's like, well, it really works for them. It does work for them, but it doesn't work for us. And so why are we as women, why have we been conditioned in this way? Well, a number one reason is society and media, right? Like, You look at any example of a woman who has had success, especially in TV. I would say nine times, nine and a half times out of, okay, Scott, what's happening here? Nine and a half times out of 10. It's because she, the character was a total bitch. She was cold. She stepped on whoever she needed to step on. I don't know if you can hear that. I hope not. Um, But she did, she does whatever, like every single example of a woman in power, is not a nice not every single most examples is somebody who's not nice look at the devil wears prada look at the show um what's it called flack uh emily in paris sex in the city now sex in the city is actually a better example because samantha is and that's who i'm referencing like they're all good to one another so that's not as but she's a hard ass to the people around her and if you look at samantha's character for example The way she is around sex super masculine energy right the whole entire series is based on her not connecting and not getting in flow and not being in her feminine and not trusting the masculine energy etc etc right so it's like yeah we look at all of these things and it's like no shit we are this way no shit we're sitting here suffering no shit we're not healing no shit we're not making money because we're stuck in the fucking mud so when you think about because now now I know all my masculine energy listeners are like yeah but how do you ever get shit done if you're only in flow all the time easy you fucking learn how to balance I do it like for example today today it's Sunday it's nine o'clock in the morning and I'm recording a podcast I'm going to record a few podcasts I could lay on my ass and I could enjoy my coffee and I could do whatever and I probably will do that later but I can activate my masculine energy because I know I need to serve and I need to get shit done. So does that mean that I'm only going to be in this zone for the whole day? No, I can absolutely snap my finger and get myself back into connection with my heart into my feminine energy. It takes time and it takes practice. It takes being diligent. It takes doing it, it. And the funny part is it's the masculine that will teach you how to be in the feminine, which is true in relationships as well. So when a woman feels, un- and so let's talk a little bit about relationships and how this relates. It, it, well, so yeah. Okay. So we'll talk about relationships and how this relates. So in the feminine energy. So if you're in flow, whether you're in a relationship and I'm, and I'm currently single and this is like, here's what I'm talking about. When I was talking about Rachel Hollis, like I would never fully teach on how to be like I would not become a relationship quote unquote a relationship expert. Like I am going to write a book about relationships, but I'm not ready to write that book yet. I will be once I clear the energy from my divorce and I am I am deeply connected to my feminine for the opposite sex. Currently I'm not. Currently I'm really good at teaching women how to be in their feminine with their partner, but I'm not living it. So I wouldn't be like I wouldn't go all in. I can you know, because I'm witnessed it and I've, and I've seen, I've been in a relationship and I knew it didn't work, but I'm not fully, like, I wouldn't say I'm a hundred percent where I would be comfortable totally teaching on just that alone. And that is okay because I know more than the person in the first room. And I know more than the person in the second room. I don't know more than the person in the third room, so I won't even touch it. And that's, that's okay. So when you're in your feminine energy, uh, or wait, sorry, when, when you're in the masculine, how women get kind of thrown into the masculine energy. So a lot of times I would say all the time. I mean, I, I would venture, I guess it's almost all the time we have come from some type of trauma or we've, and, and that's, that's it. You've come from some type of trauma that has told you when you were young that you had to be in charge. That was the the case for me. And any woman I talked to, and obviously I talked to a lot of women, any woman that I've ever talked to on this category, um, same thing. They've come from some type of trauma. They've come from some type of, of major event or ongoing something. And so we get the message to go into our masculine because why? We don't feel safe. So if you want to put a woman into her masculine, if you make her feel unseen, unheard, and unsafe, those, that trifecta will, will put her into the, not once, not twice, but over time, if she's consistently feeling unsafe, unseen, and unheard, she will eventually get the message. Well, and this was me when I was, you know, around 10, I think I remember sort of that's when it all went, went sideways, but I was like, if I don't take charge of this, cause I'm not feeling safe and I'm not feeling seen by my parents and I'm not feeling heard by my parents. Obviously I didn't know, um, like the vernacular around it, but so I got the message that I had to get, get things together and get you together and get in, and be in charge. And so that's how I grew up. So in my relationships, that's what I was. I was the masculine energy and I rejected masculine energy big time, even when it was a beautiful human trying to really make me feel safe. And I craved it desperately. And I didn't know what I was craving. Oh, if you're watching this, you're welcome. Scott's fighting with my pillow. So the feminine energy needs to feel safe to open. She needs to feel seen to, to open. And when I say open, I mean Open her heart, open her body, open her soul. So hold on a second. Scott, go over there. There you go. Um, she, and that's, that's, that's what the feminine energy. When we feel those things, it's like if you're watching this, you can sort of see like w- when you're in the masculine, your shoulders are sort of tense. They're kind of like earrings. When you're in your feminine, it's like it's like a deep breath that feeling of relaxation, everything in your body just tends to relax when you're in the feminine. So it's like, okay, when and, and when you start to recognize, oh, I'm in the masculine, I want you to start looking around and just start to question, like, why might this be? Did I have trauma as a child? And, and I got the message early on that I needed to be in charge. Did something happen in my teenage years? Same thing, All just start to look back at when you really feel like, you, you had to take charge and that this is part of inner child healing, by the way, which absolutely imperative if you want to have any fucking chance at having a business that makes you happy and makes you money and, and all the things. But so when a woman is feeling those three things unseen and unheard and unsafe, it really does just that. That's just where it will keep her. And it gets to be a bit tricky. Like, and so this I can speak to in relationships. Like if you're in a relationship and you're like holy shit i'm in my masculine one thing you need to recognize is that the reason if you're having trouble which you are if you are in your masculine and you're with a man even if you're with a woman because even in, in same-sex couples there's one more masculine energy dominant than there is feminine or at least you have to have the you know you both can't be in your masculine and you both can't be in your feminine just there's no polarity you need it's like a magnet right you need polarity but like if you're in your if you're and i'm going to speak to same or uh, like men and women male and female couples just because that's what i know so if you're in a relationship and you're like holy shit i think i might be my masculine there's problems in the relationship we you know i feel like he's oftentimes you will hear women say this and if this is you no shame i'm not throwing shade just recognize, just kind of fucking check yourself before you wreck yourself. If you say things like somebody, let's say you have two kids and somebody says, how many kids do you have? And you go, I have two kids. Well, three, if you include my husband, that statement detrimental to everybody, but it's giving your subconscious more signals that you're married to somebody who is like a child to you. So you don't feel safe with your kid. You don't feel, I mean, I do, because my kids, too, my kids know how to go into their masculine for me when I need it, but, like, my 12-year-old, no, I'm, fuck that, I'm, I'm her safety. No, no woman, it's not, Sarah Blakely actually says that all the time about Jesse, and I often wonder, like, what their marriage is like, because that statement, she says it all the time, all the time. Now, they seem to have a happy, playful relationship, but I don't know. So it's like, if you say comments like that, if you feel like you have to do everything all the time, if you feel like you can't have any support when it comes to anything, maybe it's the kids, maybe it's getting errands done, whatever, all of those things that I have to do. First of all, you're not a fucking martyr. So just let's drop the whole facade. It's fine. You don't have to do everything I'm telling. I'm giving you permission to not do everything. But when you're in that zone, that's your masculine. That's your toxic masculine, truthfully, because you're like, I can do like and I've done it. And one of the reasons I know for sure my ex-husband and I will how I know it's really done. It's like I still he still asks me how to do things rather than going to find the thing on his own. And that will. Always bother me because the thing that he's typically looking for is very easy to figure out. It's either Google or Google That's how I would figure it out So if you're finding yourself feeling like holy shit, I'm I like why can't he just fucking put two and two together and figure this shit out masculine energy um, Sex if you have no libido so many women I talk to like I don't I have no libido. I don't have a sex drive I don't like bullshit unless there is severe hormonal disruption especially the women i work with we are fucking horny all the time why might you not be feeling it because you're in your masculine and someone be like yeah but don't i just want to bang 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 like a rabbit no the fem you're not open right the feminine needs to be open like a flower right so if you're closed off picture a rose that hasn't bloomed yet like who's getting in there nobody right? So it's like, okay, now you're starting to see why and how might this be if, in my life? How might I be in my masculine energy? Feminine energy. So the flip side to that. So masculine energy. And again, ladies, this is not a, you can't be masculine or f- it, you have to balance both. Like just imagine if somebody said, okay, I'm going to give you 40 hours this week at your job. And in that 40 hours, you have to go and gather. But you also have to spend another 40 hours hunting. In that same week, you don't get to do it one week on one. You have to do it in the same week. So that's 80 hours of your week, half the time you're hunting and other the other half you're, you're gathering. How much energy and life and thriving and vitality are you going to have at the end of the week? Zero. You're going to be burned the fuck out. And that's what we're trying to do. Women are trying to do both jobs men aren't some men are but men are still mostly hunting right they're still doing the hunter thing because they're not expected to gather as well we're expected to do both and not because I mean you know I'm sure there's a lot of debates on why that is but I think partly it's just the times when women had to go to work right during the war and, and that just was just what had to happen Um, but I think women nowadays, for sure, this is what I know in my heart is like, you guys wear it like a, a, uh, we, I don't anymore, but wear it like a badge of honor, right? Like the more fucking busy you are, the more stressed you are, the more shit you're doing. You're like, I'm a fuck, I'm amazing. No, you're not. You might, you are amazing, but that's not why you're amazing. You're going to have an amazing disease. If you don't slow the fuck down, you're going to have an amazing problem. If you don't slow down, you're going to have an amazing end of your marriage If you don't slow down, like, this is real. I'm not, this is not just bullshit. This is not just like nice to have. This is my, when I look around, um, my Bianca, just trying to get outside. When I look around at the women who have either been sick or stressed out, nervous breakdown, who are highly, because they've been operating in the masculine all these years and they have not learned how to shut it off. And if you've not learned, I moved positions. So if it sounds different, you're right. It is different couldn't sit on the floor anymore. But so if you're if you're, you know, in this, um, yeah, like if you're if it's if it's feeling like you're doing everything and you're feeling like you're burned out, it's because you are. Like there's there's no way to do to manage both of these energies constantly. It just will not it will not work. So being in the feminine, being in the feminine is like I've said a hundred times on this podcast, it's it's being open. Open. And open in and surrendering and recognizing that you don't have to have it all figured out. Recognizing that it's not all go, go, go all the time. Recognizing that it's okay to relent and let other people help you. It's okay to put a white flag up and say, listen, I need support. Because if you don't, voluntarily, you will involuntarily at some point in your life. So when you think about feminine energy, think about vulnerability, nurturing, thoughtfulness, creativity. And when I had Michelle on the the show, this is something, and I'm going to be using this analogy or this vernacular moving forward. So thank you, Michelle, if you're listening. Um, but it's a really simple way to look at feminine energy and it's simply slowing down, like slowing down to the point where it feels awkward at first. But now I, and, and when I'm busy, like I like, you know, when I'm cleaning, I'm in my masculine usually, cause I'm just like, like a busy bee and I love it. But like, if I'm cooking, I slow it down. Um, sometimes when I walk, I'm in my masculine and I'm walking fast. Other times I stop and I touch the trees and I touch the leaves and I take deep breaths and I smell and I ground my feet into the earth. Like there's so many ways to connect. And really what you're thinking about is just connecting to mother, your 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 mother energy inside of you. And even if you're not a physical mother yet, or you don't want to be, or whatever the case may be, you're connecting to that mother in you. And once you understand that it's not, because again, like a lot of times it's this feeling of of one or the other and it just isn't. Um, I have to get in the masculine to do my business, obviously, right? We're planning a huge event um, in June, 2023, the Love Soldiers Unite World Tour. And I have to be in my masculine, like, no, you guys will get there and there'll be nothing, fucking nothing to do. So of course you need to be in that. But when I'm there, you bet your ass I'm going to be in my feminine with you right so it's like i understand that you have this conditioning that tells you if you're not hustling like gary vaynerchuk your whole business is going to be fucked it's not and as i go more deeply into my own healing especially around relationships and i start to heal like for me it's a lot of um the things that i'm that i'm currently kind of experiencing are trusting just trusting and as i slow down and as i release what I thought my business should look like and what I'm actually doing that's lighting me up. Of course, things are changing, money's coming in, I'm not worrying, you know, like that's just what happens because I'm in flow. And then when I execute, I go back in the masculine, right? When I execute having to create more content for my course or um, when I'm creating, you know, when we're creating the event, I go back into my masculine. So it's not one or the other. I don't want you to ever walk away from from listening to this where you're like, Well, fuck, now I have to just be like that. No, it's just being able to access your head versus your heart, right? The head to heart method. This is what I've talked about for years. It's like being able to say in this moment, I need to be in my head about this. Or in a moment you're in your head being able to say, Mm. I'm in my head about this. I need to get in my heart about this and the simplest way that i know that has worked for me repeatedly is to close my eyes just close your eyes and ask higher self which is the heart is this something i really need to be doing right now is this something that's going to serve the mission you know is this something that's going to serve my higher self like ask those questions and then be quiet right just zip it and be quiet and wait for the answer People say to me sometimes, not sometimes, I would say oftentimes when I'm coaching my one-on-one clients and they're like, well, I don't know the, I don't know, like, how do I know? And they're looking at me and I said, well, close your eyes. Like that's step one, close your eyes. And you close your eyes. And what happens when you close your eyes is that, and I would, this is my little weird analogy is like you take the elevator from your brain down to your heart, your mind to your heart. And in the heart space, that's where you can activate all the information you require. Should I do this, should I do that? Like, close your eyes and just get still. We're so used to, if you're in the masculine predominantly, you're so used to the busyness, it's really hard to shut your own self up. But that's kind of the only way that you're gonna get anywhere. So if you're someone who feels they are in their masculine, more than they care to be because they're tired. Start writing, start journaling, start dancing more, start cooking more. Get out in nature. If you're in Canada, the weather's, I mean, the US, it's beautiful now too, but it, the weather's gorgeous. It's springtime. Get your ass outside. Go sit in a pile of grass. Like, just go sit. Close your eyes, open them, whatever. Look at a leaf and relish in how insane it is that we don't do anything but these. But nature just carries on. Like, that's crazy to me. And in my feminine, I'm like, oh, my God, this is cool. This is amazing. In my masculine, I don't even see grass. In my masculine, I'm like, where do I need to go? Where do I Where's my car? And you, I don't even, here's what's cool. I don't even have to describe this to you because you all, as I'm saying it, I know you're like nodding your head going, yep, that sounds about right. Because we intrinsically know the difference between these energies. We just ignore them again because of conditioning so um yeah i mean if if this is if this is speaking to you and you're ready to not always operate because it's so interesting to me like what i teach is mindset inner healing and then business and the the current that goes through the whole thing is this this what we're talking about the masculine and feminine energy And it's so interesting to me because it can literally apply to every single thing like it it applies to relationship it it um it relates to your business it will apply to your parenting it will apply to your friendships to the how you treat your animals like it's literally every single thing in life always is one or two one or the other of this energy and once you start to get (coughs) excuse me comfortable with it and understand it, and understand how to access it, your whole, everything around you will change. Like, and I always, like, in the beginning, I started with myself, and the reason I even went into this work, the reason this podcast exists, is because in 2019, I, was it 2019? Yep, 2019, August, I was like, why can't I attract the kind of man I want? I say I want. And by the way, ladies, now I'm, so there was a period where I was back with my husband, um, in the, during this podcast and I'm no longer with him anymore and I'm still in the same boat. Isn't that interesting? So I've spent three years learning about masculine and feminine energy, teaching other women about how it applies to their business and their lives. But here I am in the same spot, still attracting the same type of guy. Isn't that interesting? Because I'm, that's how dead fast I, I, like for me, again, it's learning to trust, learning. I have to learn, I have to be in my feminine. I have to continue to just be or, and I I catch myself all the time talking to men. I had a guy I was talking to for a minute yesterday on Facebook dating, which is kind of a joke, but anyway, and I make it a point of not saying what I do anymore because I've had it multiple times now where I'll tell somebody what I do or a man I'll tell I'll tell them what I do. I'll say I'm a life coach or business and life coach. And lo and behold, can you coach me? Can I, do you want, can I, can you teach me? Uh, no, I want, I'm not, that's, so w- what's what's the thing there? It's not their fault. They see an opportunity. They, they can sense that I know some shit. <laughs> What's the problem? Me, because I'm still holding my penis in my hand when it relates to to the opposite sex in this way. So that's not a them problem. That's a me problem. Hear what I'm saying. It's easy to be like, Where, why are these guys such dicks? Or why are these guys yesterday again, talking to this guy, chatting for maybe five or six texts. And f- I'm really excited to know you. I think you could really teach me a lot. I don't want to teach a man anything. I was in a marriage where I was teaching all the time. I don't want to do it anymore. Does he have to come, you know, perfect? That's unrealistic and it's boring. So no, of course not. But he has to come to me knowing some shit about the masculine energy. I'm not teaching it to him, but that's not an out there problem. That's an in here problem. And what do I mean by that? I'm still putting off the vibe and the vibration of somebody who doesn't need a man. And so I'm bringing in people who need men who want to learn from me instead of the opposite. And that's cool. I'm able to recognize that I can turn the feminine on for myself. And as I get more comfortable turning it on for myself, that's when it will start to happen in in the relationship side of things. And I'm still probably not ready. I'm still going through a lot of healing around my divorce. But the point is, it's like, first of all, it's not a them problem. It's a me problem. So if you're sitting there going, oh, I always, the, there's no good men. No, that's a you problem, not a them problem. Of course there's good people out there. Of course there is. Um, but like, it's interesting to me that, and I now I forget where I was going with it, but so mindset, inner healing and business, it all it's all connected. Like if you're not willing to do the inside work, then the business won't succeed. And you need to have the mindset piece before you're open to the healing piece. But all of this, like, all of it, I find it all so fascinating simply because we, we just take for granted that there's so much more going on in us. We just think that we're just programmed and blah 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 and that's it. And it's like some days I wish, yeah, yeah, I wish I could rewind and like maybe still be ignorant to my own development. But then I realized like I would just be unhappy and that's stupid. So why would I do that? But, um, yeah, that's it. If you want to, um, I mean, connect with me on Instagram for sure at Love Soldier Army. Put out a ton of content on there. I'm a real, reels freak now because um, it's very uh, productive for, for the Instagrams and the socials. But anyway, if you want to connect, connect on Instagram. Always happy to um, have a chat and keep your eyes open. We've got some stuff coming down the pike um like the well the event is happening um and then the retreat so there's i think only four tickets left for the sedona goddess retreat the love soldiers goddess retreat um so actually i'll go really i'll go and this this whole retreat was born out of the fact that women in their masculine don't know how to play so when you get there you basically put your wallet away unless you want There's a few extra services that we're going to have. But you put your wallet away and you put your fucking laptop away and maybe even your phone and we're just going to play. It's going to be like a giant slumber party. We're at a movie night. We're going to go on an adventure and healing day. We're going to do shopping and glam day. We're having a chef come or a catering company come and provide a beautiful meal. Like everything's included, all your food, all your transportation, all the um, extracurricular stuff that we're doing, all covered. And it's very reasonably priced. I'm, I priced it this first one this way, just um, to just to feel it out, right? This is my first time doing this type of event and I'm very excited. There's room for 12. And like I said, I believe there are maybe six spots. There's a few women who have put a hand up. So, um, early bird pricing actually ends today. So you're not going to hear this in time, but, um, the price, the, so early bird pricing was 16.95, but the now current price is going to be nineteen ninety five all-inclusive so you just have to get there um we'll have transportation come and get you at the airport if you go to phoenix or flagstaff and just i'm so like you you've if you've listened to this podcast for any length of time you know how passionate i am about sedona i we're gonna have the love soldier event in scottsdale so i'm gonna be scouting that this month um when when i take my trip down down there um but Sedona is such an incredible place. Like there, it's magic. It's fucking magic. There's no other way to put it. So if you're interested in the, the, the retreat, please like reach out. There's information you can go and buy your ticket. I, I would prefer to actually talk to the, talk to you beforehand. So um, we don't want any riff raff showing up in Sedona. So that's it for the show. I love you guys so much and I'll talk to you on the next, next episode. Bye.